What is going on, everyone? Welcome. Today is Friday. It's Friday, October 7th, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup. Good morning to, wow. Good morning, Mark and Andy and Brian and Liz and Shibashi and Frank and Dennis and Andy and Jenny and all the rest of you, whether you're watching live later or listening. Thank you for coming by. Started about 30 seconds late because I spilled coffee. I pushed down on the French press and it went. <laughs> I had to clean it up. <laughs> Kelly says, oops, good morning, second cup. <laughs> uh, so how was your Thursday? How did it go? What did you think of yesterday's episode? Did you listen? Did you, did you hear what Craig and I said? Did you hear why we put together this teacher training? Why this is something that we're both so passionate about? I would say that we are, you know, I've said it before, Whistlekick's on a mission to change the world through martial arts. And this is one of the pieces that helps us change martial arts. It's important. And Jenny says, no use crying over spilled coffee. <laughs> and Brian says, get an AeroPress. I don't know what an AeroPress is. I just know that the screen on this was just a little bit too full. And when I pressed it, Follow the path of least resistance, and I ended up with some some overflow. It's okay. You know, I will say, of all the things that I've ever used to make coffee, a French press is one of the best. Um, I would say pour over is probably a little bit better, but you've got to have the right pour over screen, and you've got to have the right consistency grounds. But in terms of easiest good tasting coffee, it's that little guy right there. Good morning, Nathan. Everybody showed up for Friday. Look at that. This is great. Um, couple, couple housekeeping type things, I guess. Um, let's see. So Andrew and I had a meeting yesterday, talked about a bunch of stuff with Free Training Day Northeast and... Uh, there were parts of last night's hangout, uh, Patreon hangout that Gabe and Jenny and I were talking about free training day, Pacific Northwest. And I had a meeting yesterday with Justin. So we were talking about free training day South. I talked about free training day, all of them yesterday at some point. I am super pumped. I'm so excited. This is going to be awesome stuff, like all over the place. They're all going to have their own personality. And I think that that's really great, but a few things, um, you are, you've only got a couple, not, you've got 10 days to order your VIP bundles from Free Training Day Northeast. Uh, you have enough time to order merch for it to arrive in time of Free Training Day Northeast. You might have just enough time for Pacific Northwest. South, being that it's next Saturday, probably not going to happen. It could. I see that the, the Fulfillment company do some stuff really fast. But if that's something, if you're going to Pacific Northwest and you want that stuff in time, we're going to leave the, you'll be able to order after. But if you want it for the day, you better order it like right now.
Then it says, few things more tragic than spilling coffee or missing the toilet. <laughs> Jenny says, I love my French press. I can't do coffee. Well, I shouldn't. So mostly I use it to make my lemon ginger tea these days. French press is great for making, for using like raw herbs to make tea. There are times, you know, I pull loose mint from the yard and other things like that and just throw it in. And, you know, if I really want to get fancy, I smash it in a pestle and mortar first. But works great for that. You're right. Brian says, an AeroPress is a modernized French press. Essentially, I'll send you some videos about them. A coworker a while back was a coffee snob. Then I turned her on to the AeroPress. She liked it better, ultimately. Okay, I'm intrigued. And Frank is doing some foreshadowing on the jokes later. Let's just say yesterday I thought several moves ahead for today's jokes. I know what he means. Some of you might be able to pick up what he's talking about. Well, here's a question for you. Is the is the the is the feed better? Is this better quality? Probably not in video quality, but is it smoother? That is the question. This is a different computer. I did what I said I was going to do. I pulled out several old computers, all my old laptops, plugged them in, tried to remember all of their stories and why they're old laptops and not current laptops. Uh, went for one, that one didn't, wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. And then I found this one and I couldn't remember the story on this one. Dennis says super smooth. Chris says it's smooth. Good. Does anyone remember me spilling coffee on my computer during first cup? That's this one. Uh, it dried out well enough. Touchpad works fine now. <laughs> it's plugged into the network. I've got everything else that I would do otherwise. And it seems good. Denny says, I haven't noticed anything. Well, okay. Well, Dennis remembers. Dennis remembers when I spilled coffee. That was a that was a rough day. That was a rough day. I was emotional. I was angry. That was January. And I had the cup and I tried to show everyone and I tipped it too much. And, I'm, and it took out, what did it take out? It took out. The touchpad. I don't remember what else. I felt like there was something else, but maybe it was just that. Good morning, Benjamin. So apparently, if you leave a computer to dry out for six months, it might be okay. And in this case, it is. So this will be the new first cup computer. Hopefully, it remains working consistently. And I can demote the other one. Um, I want to know what you're doing today. And I want to know what you're doing this week. I want to know what's going on. It's rainy here today. I've got a little bit lighter day. I've got some things I'm going to catch up on. Going to not move with as much fervor as I did yesterday. Yesterday was too much. I did go to the gym. I was kicking some things around here. It was a decent day, but it was, there was a lot. I think I had seven meetings, nine meetings, some ridiculous number of meetings. I've only got one meeting today. And I'm looking forward to that. And then this weekend is all about putting putting the, the yard to bed, putting things away, cutting things, covering garden beds, stuff like that, and probably some painting on Sunday. Those are the two main things I think I'm doing. I don't know. I have to check my list. Well, that's what's, what's happened. Andy's working Saturday morning, then going to the TKD Kicks, Kelly's tournament. 
Have fun with that. Yeah, she's getting ready for our learning tournament tomorrow. Excited. I hope you have a great time. I was triple booked for tomorrow, and so I'm just going to stay home. Not because I don't want to do any of those things, but because I have so much travel coming up that I'm I'm real I'm I'm finally admitting I like my house and I want to stay here. I want to spend some time here. So that's been one of the biggest challenges as Whistlekick has grown, as people have wanted me around at things. I end up doing more travel. And it reminds me back in 2017 and 2018. Across those two years, I did 50 weekend events, 5-0. It's too much. It was crazy. I had a good time. It helped launch the business. But after that, I was tired and I needed to pull back. And we're in a point now where we, we've kind of surged up and I'm trying to control that and be intentional so it doesn't get away from me. And then I'm going to pull back. Oh, awesome. Ben says, ordering a new jersey from school today. Tiger themed and personalized. Love my school. I, you know what? I can see, I, I in the, the, Ben's profile picture. I know where that is, but you know what? I knew where he went to school, not because I know Benjamin, but because I knew exactly what he was talking about. I saw his instructor posted on Facebook yesterday because we are friends and he actually has been on the show. His instructor is Master Freddie LePan. And it says, Dorothy said it best. There's no place like home. I would tend to agree. So yeah, that's my weekend. Hanging out, doing chores relaxing, sleeping in, probably go for a walk, hike, maybe stuff like that. But what are you doing? I want to know what you're doing. And uh, BT dub the the effort to get up to the Twitch average so we can check that box is working like it's slowly trending up. So more and more and more of you just Please consider watching on Twitch. It gets us there sooner, and then I can stop talking about it. Yeah, this is this is very similar to what I'm talking about. Kelly says, I understand what you're saying. Did so much work improving our backyard. Looked awesome, but barely spent any time lounging and enjoying it. Yep. Yep. Although I think I have all of... The food prep stuff I did. I made another bought, made another half gallon of tomatillo salsa yesterday. Yeah. That's did all the food processing. My quinoa rotted. Yeah, it didn't rot, it molded. So that's just gonna be good for seed. I didn't give it enough airflow. But it grew well. Got everything. Got everything. Didn't go. Yep. And this is one of the ones that I looked at thinking warm thoughts wanting to go marks ha marks having stephen watson you know one of my favorite things about whistlekick and, and what we've got going on is is what i'll call the crosstalk people who meet because of whistlekick things whether it's the show or all in weekend or free training day and then they become friends and they have their own relationship that relationship doesn't have to pass through Whistlekick. It becomes its own thing, and I love that. It's one of my favorite things about what we do, right? Connect 
educate and entertain. There's the connection. We're looking to connect with people, but we also want to connect people with each other. Like-minded, positive uh, martial artists who want to hang out with other positive, like-minded martial artists. Sweet. Thank you. Benjamin says he first heard it was okay because of Freddie LePan. Freddie's been a, a longtime supporter, great guy. I would do I would do a lot for that man. He's a good dude. Remarkable martial artist. Um, not just one of the best point fighters I know, but one of the best point fighters anybody knows. Dennis is, is kind of echoing my thoughts. So many places I want to be this weekend. Andrew's monthly training session, Kelly's tournament. But ultimately, I'll be supporting my oldest son and attending the Mirror, now rebranded and exp expanded to Lululemon Studio launch party. He's celebrating four years with the company. He's grown so much with them. I'm so very proud of him. That's nice. Did Lululemon buy Mirror? Did I miss that? I don't recall that happening. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Uh, anything else I wanted to say? The raccoon was back last night. I, I half woke up, kind of laughed and said, haha, you have very few grapes left. And that was about it. Rolled over, went back to bed. So that's fine. If the raccoon wants to come and eat some grapes, it's cool. As long as they don't make too much noise. Liz agrees hundred percent. The connections I've made through Whistlekick have been life-changing for me. Shibashi worked himself half to death yesterday. Taught last night, working myself almost half to death today. Have to leave a little so I have the strength to eat. Oh, harsh. Got to put on your own oxygen mask first. All right, it's joke time. Let's do some jokes. So shout out and thank you to Frank for sending over some jokes and to josh for our theme song oh dennis says lululemon purchased mirror in 2020 i did not know that i may have known that but i i missed it or i forgot so the jokes for fun day friday we've got a theme today some of you picked up on it earlier with frank's hint where do chess players go to chill to a pollen island where do chess players like to go to look for a bargain the pawn shop why do grandmasters use Tinder in Prague? Because they want to find a Czech mate. That one is so bad, it's good. Why are artists so bad at chess? Because they like to draw. If you don't play chess, some of these terms might, might make you scratch your head. What does Arnold Schwarzenegger say at the start of a chess game? I'll be black. Why do chess masters always get a match on Tinder? because they're mating experts. What do you call a bunch of chess players bragging about their wins in a hotel lobby? Chestnuts boasting in an open foyer. Oh, somebody spent some time on that one. Why do chess pieces look so uninterested? Because they're part of a board game. What's the easiest way to move your castle? Remote control. Where can you learn to play chess? Night school. Which knight always lost at chess? Sir, render. If you forget the rules of chess, don't worry. You're allowed to check. I used to have a chess set. Actually, I might still have it where the moves are printed on the pieces. That's how I learned. 
I just had lunch with a champion chess player. It took him eight minutes just to pass the salt. A man went to visit his friend and was astonished to find him playing chess with his dog. That's the smartest dog I've ever seen, said the man. Not so smart, the friend said. I've beaten him three out of five games. A chess master died, and a few days later, a friend of his heard his voice. What's it like where you are now, he asked. What do you want to hear first, the good news or the bad news? Tell me the good news first. Well, it's really heaven here. There are tournaments and blitz sessions going on all the time, and Morphe, Alakine, Lasker, Tau, Capablanca, Botvinnik are all here, and you can play them. Fantastic, the friend said. What's the bad news? You have black against Capablanca on Saturday. That's that's a that's an inside baseball sort of a joke. Wow. I don't know those names. I'm assuming those are the names of dead chess masters. But the point was not lost on me. <laughs> Benjamin says, Dad jokes will be the way I die. Liz is laughing. Shabashi says, why do bees have sticky hair? Because they use honeycombs. I have to pour more coffee. Love the jokes. Love Friday. I, I have to say, the fact that so many people show up on Friday, I know it's for the jokes. I'll take it. Thank you to Frank, because without him, we wouldn't have him. And Dennis is throwing back to a comment Liz made before. I concur with Liz. I've spent 80% of my life in martial arts, yet I found my most profound martial arts relationships most recently in this amazing Whistlekick family. Well, thank you. And Benjamin likes the sunflower. That came from a garden. I've learned I need to keep like a, like a napkin near me because I spilled, right? I spilled coffee. I dripped coffee on my face. A little bit on the couch. <sighs> Everybody likes the Frank jokes. Hmm. I'm just trying to commit something to memory and idea I have. We'll see if I can make that happen. All right. And we do have something to talk about. It is National Chess Day. Frank let us in with those wonderful jokes. And now we've got some other things to say. I, You know, there's a lot of carryover in the thoughtfulness of playing chess and the, mm, what's the other word I want to say? The, the thoughtfulness of playing chess and what could be thoughtfulness in training. I'm not saying you want to take the same stoic approach to a sparring or self-defense situation, but you can periodically make things really slow. For those of you that have worked with me in the slow work, you know that it can be really eye-opening. But just as we tend to do free form, there are lots of ways you can restrict it. In fact, one of the root drills that led to what I teach now was something I developed that was more or less live action chess. You get a move and then you get a move and then you get a move and you get a move, right? And to move back and forth. So you're not moving simultaneously and people could stop and think, okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And some of you have actually played this drill game with me where I would say, stop. And you'd have to freeze where you were. And you'd have to determine between you who was in the more advantageous position. And it was usually based on balance, stances, where your feet were, not what technique was out. 
So something to think about. All right. And time for some chess comments. American chess enthusiasts observe National Chess Day annually on the second Saturday of October. It celebrates one of the world's oldest strategy games that is recognized internationally as a sport. I have issue with calling chess a sport. It's a game. It's a contest. It is certainly worthwhile. But I think it, it doesn't require any physical discipline. I can't, I don't want to call it a sport, but that's my personal opinion. Chess is a two-player board game. It has a very long history. It's believed to have evolved from Chaturanga, an ancient Indian strategy game, considered the common ancestor of several chess-like board games, such as Persian Shatranj, Chinese Zhangji, and Japanese Shogi. The game reached Europe via several routes around the 9th century and become widespread by the 13th. Modern chess rules started to develop in the 15th century Spain. Around the same time, the first books on chess theory were published by the 18th century. The center of European chess had moved from Spain to France. The rules of chess were finalized in the 19th century. All rule changes since then have been minor and technical in nature. The first modern chess tournament was held in London in 1851, and the first official World Chess Championship took place in 1886. It was a match between the world's two leading chess players, Wilhelm Steinitz and Johannes Zuckertot. It consisted of 20 games played in New York, St. Louis, and New Orleans. Steinitz was the first to win 10 games and become the first world champion in chess. The International Chess Federation, Federation Internationale de Echecs, F-I-D-E, was founded in 1924 with the purpose of having chess recognized as an Olympic sport. The first attempt to include chess in the program of the Olympic Games failed, and F-I-D-E organized a team chess tournament in Paris instead. It ran concurrently with the 24 Summer Olympics in Paris. In 99, the International Olympic Committee finally recognized FID as the supreme body overseeing international chess competitions. October 9, 1976 was recognized as National Chess Day in the United States by President Gerald Ford. It should be noted, however, that this was a one-off proclamation only for that year, and that it wasn't fully official because it is not customary for the U.S. President to issue proclamations that are not authorized by Congress. Since then, the U.S. Chess Federation has tried and failed to have the observance recognized by Congress. However, the unofficial status of the National Chess Day doesn't stop millions of American chess players, beginners and experts alike, from celebrating it every year on the second Saturday of October. There are many ways to celebrate National Chess Day. You can play a game of chess with a friend, participate in a chess tournament, join a local chess club, buy a new chess set, teach someone to play chess, read a book, or watch a movie or TV show about chess. Queen's Gambit? I've heard it's amazing. Haven't watched it. Learn interesting facts about chess and promote the holiday on social media with the hashtag National Chess Day. If you're not from the U.S. but love chess, you can celebrate World Chess Day, formerly known as International Chess Day, on July 20th. How many of you play chess? And of those, how many of you have played chess and felt like there was a martial arts element for you? I'm going to assume anybody watching this is more of a martial artist than they are a chess player. So how many of you have found your martial arts thought processes creeping into playing chess? I have certainly done that. I don't play chess often. Uh, last time I played chess was July. I was out visiting Gabe and Jenny, teaching in Oregon and Washington, and played chess with their son. He really wanted to play chess. And there, he's, he's young. He's six, seven, six. And there was a recurring theme. He, and, and those of you who have taught or, or, you know, remember your early days sparring, how, for how many of you does this ring true? His name is Ben. Ben's, Ben was putting together very good strategies, 
but he was so hyper-focused on what he was doing, he missed what I was doing. And of course, his strategy only worked in a vacuum. So I would come through and say, you sure you want to move that piece? Yeah. Okay. And I take something he didn't see. And that reminded me a lot of sparring with new martial artists that they would learn a combination that they practice. They dig up and down the floor. They felt comfortable with it. And then they'd go to implement it in sparring. And of course it worked differently in practice than the vacuum of solo training. Benjamin's recommending Bob, uh, searching for Bobby Fisher as a show. Take care, Andy. Jason says, good morning. Good morning to you, Jason. I play chess and definitely use a martial mindset. This led me to developing a game. I would love to hear more about that. Mark says, I tell my students martial arts is like a chess game. There's always a counter to the counter. Benjamin says, be a student of the game. Yeah. The more you look at things like chess, which I think as martial artists, I think one of the most valuable things we can take from playing chess is learning how people make decisions, how they process information. You know, I give you that example of, you know, granted a, a young boy being hyper-focused on what he was doing and ignoring what other people were doing. That's, that's the a common theme for so many. You have to, if, if you're going to do the best you can at anything where you do not have full control, you have to surrender to the idea of doing anything in particular and be willing to do whatever makes the most sense. This is one of the reasons that computer programs do really well with chess. I don't, my understanding, and I don't know if more modern chess programs do this differently, but growing up the way a chess game would, would do things, the reason it took so long for the computer to figure out what to move was because it would take the board and it would figure out what are all the possible outcomes based on what the position is and which piece can I move to which place that creates the most likely re positive result for me, the computer. It was strictly math. We can do something kind of similar. Maybe I'm a great kicker and maybe the person I'm sparring is shutting down my kicks. Okay, so I'll switch to hands. I can't be so attached to my kicks and loving kicks and being a good kicker that I can't consider doing something differently. One of the things that's really messed with people's heads, I generally spar facing sideways. Yet there are people I have worked with where I do better facing forwards. Doesn't happen often. I'll, I'll switch it up. I have no problem, you know, pretending I'm in an old... Hong Kong Kung Fu film and changing my style, right? Because you want, I want to do whatever's going to work best in that moment. Good morning, Megan. 
Dennis says, in Miyamaru Jiu-Jitsu for black belt, you learned all the techniques. For senior black belt ranks, you learned all the counters. For the most advanced black belt ranks, you learned the counters to the counters. Brilliant, I thought. Absolutely. Ah, yes. I, I, Jenny, I was fairly certain that's who you were talking about. Chess is great. It teaches patience. It forces patience. I could actually see, tell you what, one of the things that I have recommended to a lot of martial arts schools and, and have partnered with to help implement at some schools are clubs. I could absolutely see value if, in, if not a formal chess club, like a chess night. Bring people in, have them play chess, have them play Checkers, have them play Connect Four. Anything like that that's going to slow them down to actually take a look at the bigger picture is a skill set that any martial artist would benefit from. And so there we go. All right. I talked about a few things at the top that you might want to purchase. And don't forget, all in weekend, Those for, there are probably some of you out there thinking about all-in weekend and you're waiting because it's in April. It's a long ways away. There are 28 slots, 17 of them are sold. 11 of them were sold in the first two weeks, the, the open enrollment period we set for the folks who attended this year. They were They had such a great time, they were so committed to it, they signed up for something a year in advance. That should be all you need to know. My The reason I'm saying this now, Andrew and I will be handing out flyers at Free Training in Northeast for All-In Weekend, you know, trying to encourage people to attend. I am fully expecting that with the numbers of people we're going to have come through the door, that we will sell out likely that weekend if we haven't before then. So if you're waiting, I would discourage you from waiting. I would encourage you to sign up. If you want more information, it's available at whistlekick.com. And if there's, you have questions beyond that, don't feel, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, we've already sold a number of registrations for the teacher training for Matic Level 1, November 13th. It is going to be even better than the one we had before um, because we learned from the last thing we did, because that's what we do at Whistlekick. We iterate, we improve. Uh, what else do we talk about? And then the, the fall line is live. The, I think the crew neck sweatshirt and the lightweight hoodie are probably the two best things in there. They're, they're great. I really do like those designs and I like those, those items. So you can use the code first cup one five to save 15% on anything, but the events events are not discountable and don't forget swag pack. Uh, there are new stickers. There's so much new stuff in, for the swag packs. And of course, if you want the whole list, whistlekick.com slash family. What show is this? First Cup is the only martial arts morning show available live weekdays, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Jenny says, I am so excited for all one weekend. I've already signed up to as soon as the enrollment was open to folks who didn't attend the first one. Because one of the things that we're doing with this event is if you show up, you get first right of refusal for next year. We've done some cool stuff with that event. 
And if you are unable to get to the Northeast, don't worry. I expect that we will have other all-in weekends at some point in other places. Just not yet. And Jason says, I got truncated. A game we call Samurai Chess. The students in class are the pieces. On the basic level, as they move across the board and encounter another player, they must successfully attack or defend. I love it. Jason, do you have video of that? I would love to see a video of that. There's an idea. Actually, I, I shared this idea with Dennis. There's an idea that I'm trying to work through, and I would love that might have some input on what I'm trying to work out. So if you, if you wouldn't mind, I'd appreciate that very much. So I hope you have a great day. Great weekend. I hope all your dreams come true. I hope you get to do some training. Looks like you got plenty of opportunities if you have the chance to get to Ipswich, Mass, or Keene, New Hampshire, or where is it? Virgen's Kelly's Tournament. Um, and how many other places are probably having martial arts stuff this weekend? So there you go. Take care. Be well. I'll see you back here on Monday. Peace.